0: Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that will help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic
1: Planning Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this week's edition of Strategic Planning Podcast with Mike Flanders and myself talking about the world of investing, finance, and retirement. Mike, what's going on, buddy? How are you?
0: Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, just uh, looking forward to a, a chance to talk a little bit today about some of the things that are some of our biggest enemies, I guess. And yeah, uh, there's been a lot going on. There's a few uh, of them in there. Yeah,
1: yeah, there is just just one or two, right? Right, <laughs> that's all you need. <laughs> they don't need a whole bag, a, bag. a bushel full. That's up. true. Uh, well, yeah. So to on that point, then, so there's a lot of things in the financial landscape. You know, a lot like of times, Mike, when we talk, you know, I always make the, I always refer in every podcast to tell people, hey, don't forget, we're talking in generalities. Please check anything you hear on this show or any other. Uh, with your own advisor to make sure that it's, you know, it's the right advice for you just before you take action. Don't just assume. Hopefully we're all smart enough to realize that. But Hmm. I always kind of preface that. But a lot of times I'll ask you questions and sometimes your answer is, well, it depends, right? It could go left. It could go right. just kind of depends on some other scenarios. And again, when, when we're talking in generality, sometimes it's hard to kind of pigeonhole that down. So today I think I have some solid financial truths that I think we can say, we can state some of these with some pretty good confidence. So I'm not going to let you do the "it depends" answer this week, okay? Ah, okay, got to stick on. <laughs> get get rock solid. Here. That's right. Okay. Little, yeah, at least at least more firm. Anyway, yeah, at least sheetrock firm. Maybe not rock solid, <laughs> but sheetrock. Okay, so TV. Obviously, with what's oh. going on, I'm going to start there. Over you know, for okay. the last four weeks. This, I mean, well, really for all the time, but it can certainly <laughs> be our biggest enemy when it comes to financial uh, conversations or whatever the case, whether it's something as dramatic as what's been happening with the global issues with the economies and the, and the virus or just in general, like I just prefaced by saying, maybe you like to watch Kramer or something mm-hmm. and it's exciting to watch him smash a coffee cup with a baseball bat, but maybe that stock he's talking about is not right for you. Cause he doesn't know you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. And I don't think he knows a whole lot more than they just <laughs> entertainment. Uh, Yeah, he is selling books is what he's doing. Uh, Yeah, the the funny thing about that is, uh, if someone on TV tells you, you know, you ought to buy this, or, you know, you ought to get out of this, who knows what their motivations are. Um, So you got goofballs like uh, Kramer, you know, he's selling entertainment, if he tells you that you ought to do something, uh, whether it's A particular company is is, uh, the hottest thing around right now and that you ought to be putting it into your portfolio of five to 10 stocks is his mantra, which is crazy in and of itself to be fully diversified. Um, But if he's telling you that and if it works, he makes nothing for doing that. If he tells you something and it blows up and it doesn't work and you lose money. He makes nothing. <laughs> and he loses nothing, he right? That? Yeah, And he loses nothing too. That's exactly right. What he's doing, he's selling books with bad investment advice. Uh, he's, he's passing the bad investment advice out on the show, and then he's selling books that have more of it in it. So right, right. it's all about getting the eyeballs, getting the advertising rate up, and being able to just make more money for themselves.
1: Yeah, like I said, it it's in, info infotainment, do. right? Yeah, um, that's exactly what it is. And, and then, of course, when you pile on global issues like we've been seeing for the last several weeks, it's certainly, um, like anything, like how do you think advertising works, right? They beat us over the head with it. How many times a day do you see Uh, a Verizon commercial, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. just tons. And so eventually, whenever you need a cell phone, you kind of, they hope, right? That's the idea is that your mind goes, hmm, there's a Verizon store, I should stop. Well, if they're doing this with the, you know, with the financial crisis and things that are going on, it's the same kind of thing. You know, they're hoping that, you're going to think of them or refer to something or whatever the case is. And so we just have to be careful that when we're talking about some solid financial truths, I think we all know that, but sometimes we get a little sucked in uh, that TV can be our biggest enemy. And the reason why, Mike, is because emotions. Emotions are rarely our friend when making financial decisions. I think, again, we know this, but it is very hard to keep emotions out of it because we are emotional creatures. So we have to try to do our best to balance that with some logic and and some math.
0: Yeah, um you know there there is a, a cycle that individuals tend to go through when they're making financial decisions and and usually it starts out with something that's unsettling about the future and you you want to do something about it so if you're you're looking uh, to either buy or uh, sell an investment or a portfolio rearrange it or what have you the the first natural thing most people want to do is they want to get a Forecast or a prediction uh, to, as to what they're they're going to be doing. They they also want to get buy-in. It's sort of like you know I, I've been hearing about this. I've been thinking about it. Oh hey, so and so on this business channel, CNBC or Bloomberg TV or Fox News, whatever. They 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 agree with me. So you're you're looking for that agreement uh, to get you to move off the the first dot and and so you. When you're looking for that kind of thing, you're saying, "What's the track record of this person been? How how well have they done in the past?" And unfortunately, a lot of times, we just know what their track record is because they're getting touted because they got it right one time. Uh, they don't talk about how many times they were wrong and it cost people money for following their advice. So you, you're looking to to track record invest, you know, based on what they've done in the past. And a lot of times you you also start to try and gather a lot of information. You get so much information, it's hard to sort out and figure out what's real, what's not, what's really helpful here. So you know, if, if you're looking for someone to validate what you are uh, thinking might be a good idea, uh, a lot of times then the decision becomes one that's based on emotion. Hey, I was right, this feels good, let's move ahead. And you break the rules about investing. And uh, usually then what follows from that is you have some performance uh, losses or some volatility that you didn't anticipate, and it makes you go right back to where you started out with fear of the future. what What's going to happen and how do I need to I – I need another forecast, another prediction in, uh, in order to make a change in what didn't work this last time. And, and so emotions can be your uh, real enemy for you. They do tend to override uh, the things that we – would think would be the logical way to make decisions. Uh, you know, building a portfolio that's diversified among a large number of asset classes that are uh, structured in order to tilt toward the investment classes that have a premium in their return uh, for for the risk you're taking. Right. And uh, and then staying uh, invested and rebalancing your portfolio, being globally diversified, all that kind of stuff. That can be overcome by by the emotions. And You know, like market volatility can also play into that, too, and and scare you off uh, into making some decisions that are just not good for your portfolio.
1: Well, yeah. And, you know, with everything going on with the market too, another solid financial truth. So, again, we covered TV can be, you know, certainly can be a big enemy or emotions can be a big enemy. And the market, another solid truth, does move in cycles, regardless of how you feel about it this past month. uh, It still does tend to move in cycles. And, you know, in a lot of ways, whether it was virus related or oil related or, or whatever has been going on. You had to kind of realize that it couldn't go up forever, right? I think we've been long overdue to kind of get as what Mike Tyson said: "You get, you know, you get, you get punched in the mouth and didn't realize you don't have a real plan in place, right?" <laughs> there you you go. know, so you know we were long overdue for something to happen. Now it's been a bit kooky the way it's gone about it, but still, market does move in cycles and it will rebound from this.
0: Yeah, it will. And uh, the problem is we don't know when, and we don't know how. We don't know how quickly or slowly or what have you. Uh, we never do know that kind of thing, but um, it just like it won't always go up, it won't always go down. And so you don't want to uh, do something that's out of line with what is prudent for your investment portfolio. Uh, you know, I understand people wanting to go do something with a little bit of money that they might be playing with and just see if they might It's right. But boy, you sure don't want to mess with money. That's important for you to be able to live your life, educate your kids, you know, be able to take care of your family and and, uh, retire one day if that's what you want to do. So you want to be prudent with that part of your portfolio and uh, realize that it's never different this time, even though people say, oh, it's different this time. No, it's not. It might be a different catalyst that's causing it but it's not different and it will make its changes uh, in direction at some point. You just got to hang in there and, and follow your plan. And, and you're right, not feel like you got punched in the face, be
1: ready. You got to be ready for the punches. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point. You know, I mean, that's, that's why you have a plan is to hopefully Mm -hmm. weather the storm. Uh, and and if you listen to our podcast before you realize that we talk about that quite a bit, we mentioned it last uh, two weeks ago on our episode with the, with the big massive market drop that day. And it's the same kind of thing. And I didn't do my Mike Tyson impersonation because I wanted (laughs) to spare you, but you know, uh, but either way it was, you know, it was a good line. He's like everybody thinks they have a plan until they get punched in the mouth, and that's true. Yep. And so we, we we've taken a big punch in the mouth here recently. So we just want to make sure that we're you know working our way through that. So, and of course, all of these kind of work together. These solid financial truths we're talking about. So this next one, Mike, is that often we're probably not as risk tolerant as we think they are. As we think we are, I should say. And this episode with the market has probably taught many people that we got a little cocky, mm-hmm. more than likely, right? With the with the market being so great for the last 10 years, especially the last, you know, 2019 was a fantastic year. Uh, mm-hmm. And you get a little, maybe you start taking a little more risk than you should, again, depending on your time horizon. And yeah. you get punched in the mouth and now you're like, woo. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, if if you start seeing, and this goes on on an up market as well as on a down market, if you see the market starting to really move fast in a direction, right now it's been moving in a downward direction, at least when we were recording this on the 9th of March. But, you know, if you're seeing that happen and you're thinking, This I can't take this. I'm I'm not sleeping at night. I'm thinking about it all the time. I'm worried about what's going to happen with my job, with uh, my family, you know, with uh, my portfolio and all that kind of stuff. My investments, right, right. Um, Then then you uh, overshot what you should have as far as how risk tolerant you should be. So what do you do at this point if that's the case? Do you go out and you uh, change the allocation? Yeah, yeah. And and you you look at it from the standpoint of. I've got to step outside of where I am right now because there's going to be a day when this thing turns and goes the other way, and I don't want to be sitting there kicking myself for having gotten too conservative. If uh, you know if it was a down market, I was trying to um, adjust because I, I wasn't as tolerant of this downside volatility. I got to tell you, people say that they hate volatility, they do not hate volatility. <laughs> they just hate downside, <laughs> the downside volatility. Yes, they love the upside volatility. And you can become the most aggressive investor in the world when the market's been running hard and fast for a while, you know, and, and you're hearing all your buddies talk about how much they're making and and you're sitting there trotting along, you know, because you are not uh, comfortable with a lot of downside volatility later on. And so you, you got to balance it. Bottom line: Have a good discussion with someone that can show you what the variance is in the the portfolio that you have, what the expectations are for the levels of upside, downside, and then worst case scenarios, and measure yourself there. Uh, better to do it when markets are just kind of rocking around or rocking along as right, normal. Right, right. You know, it's kind of a tough time right now, but um, you know, the big thing is not what's going on now, but where are you in your life stage? Are you going to be using this money soon? Is it still a ways off? If it's a ways off, uh, maybe wait until things uh, settle out. But if you're looking at a year or two down the road uh, that you're going to be using uh, this money on a routine, regular basis, uh, you might, might need to sit down with someone and have a, hard, hard discussion about this right
1: now. Well, and I think that's a really good point. You know, again, there's there's all these solid financial truths we're kind of going through, um, making sure that you're taking the time to, to work through and work with your advisor on a plan. I mean, again, the whole ticket is having a plan so that you can hopefully avoid some of the, you know, the things that have been happening. And of course, one of the reasons we do the podcast is to share some of these things with you. So if you're thinking about, uh, you know, well, you know, this depends on if I that and that depends on if I this. Well, true. Keep these kind of general financial truths in mind as you're walking yourself through these. And the last one, I guess, Mike, is that no matter where you find yourself at, whatever's going on, just remember there's no magic bullet to fix anything. So just like some yeah. magic weight loss pill that doesn't exist that's going to make you skinnier or some other pill that's going to make your hair, you know, grow back or that it's going to make your smile better or whatever. There's no magic pill, right? I mean, we have to go through the work, we have to do some things. And the same thing financially. If you're if you've been freaking out about what's been happening and you and you think, "Well, oh my goodness, I lost 10% or 12% or whatever it might be." There's no one product that's going to give you all of that back, but there's also no one product that's going to prevent you from losing all of that. It's a combination. It's diversification.
0: Yeah. And the temptation is at the point like this is to look for the quote magic bullet. And unfortunately, a lot of uh, advisors, brokers, whatever, they're more than willing to give you a product that they can uh, portray as being that magic bullet. You know, yeah, it's going to solve uh, the downside. You won't lose anymore. Y'all going to get the upside, but only part of it and all that kind of stuff. And in, in, in a panic situation, a highly emotionally charged uh, situation that can uh, appeal more than what it should appeal to you if you're looking at it with a clear mind. And, and you know, we are really devoted to the market being a, uh, the, the greatest wealth uh, building or creating tool known to mankind. That's kind of what we believe is that the market is the place where you can make the most money, but it's not always the best for you depending on what else is going on in your life. And that's why you got to look at the whole picture. You don't just come in and say, hey, I just need this modular plug-in here to get me some more market return or to cut my losses in the market that's going down or what have you. You, you really need to understand. I, I was talking with someone recently that um, is um, coming into some money because of selling some property and that sort of thing. If you're just on autopilot as a, a seller of product, you might just say, well, yeah, just put it in the market. But for these people, that did not make sense. They have money in the market and they're doing that sort of thing. But they really needed to do something different with the majority of this block of money. Some of it was just have an emergency fund and do some other things with it. So you don't just say, hey, here's the deal. Put all your money in here or put the majority of your money in here and this is going to take care of you. You're usually going to get in a situation where you're locked up and you can't get your money out and you're going to get hurt. So um, don't look at um, yeah. The magic bullet uh, pitch as uh, as the cure all.
1: <laughs> now, I mean, I, I will confess if they come up with the one that you know supposedly makes me skinny and taller and mm. puts money in the bank, well, I might think about it. But yeah,
0: yeah, I, I've been known to buy some of those things.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for us this week, folks. On some solid financial truths. Uh, just keep your head on a swivel, and I think most of us realize that. And you know, continue to listen to the show, subscribe to us so you can get new episodes, listen to past episodes. If you have questions about some things that may or may not be affecting your portfolio or your retirement plan, and again, you know, it's not always just about the numbers. Sometimes, a lot, you know, a lot of times on the show, we actually talk about more than just math. Uh, while the while the dollars and cents are important to fund things, there's other components that goes into retirement and goes into retirement planning. So, uh, and enjoying retirement, all those things are. It's not just the dollars and cents. So we talk about a little bit of everything here on the plan or on the show, excuse me, strategic planning. So if you've got questions, you need some help, you got some concerns, you know, someone who might need the message, uh, share the number with them. That's how you can call Mike and get time on his calendar. 336-668-4338. Or you could subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartStitcher, a lot of different platforms out there. You can find all of those by simply going to Mike's website, spcinvesting.com. Click on the podcast page. Again, that is spcinvesting.com. And uh, and just subscribe to the show, and that way you can catch them. Mike's been doing this for over 42 years, so a great resource for you here in the Carolinas. Mike, thanks for your time, buddy. I hope you have a great week, and um, hopefully, you're 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 not getting swamped too much. And and we'll, I mean, it's you know it's that time of the year, but hopefully, the uh, oh, yeah. things will start to smooth out a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I hope everyone else uh, can get the, the taxes together, get their returns done, yep. get their focus on doing the right things and not worry about all this uh,
1: volatility in the market. right That's now. right, that's right. Again, if you got questions, please reach out to Mike before you take any action at 336-668-4338. We'll see you next time on Strategic Planning.